Hi everyone and welcome to Exploring the Midwest. My name is Jody, and I will be your guide as we chat with incredible people across the 13 Midwestern states and discover all the amazing things there are to see and do. I hope you enjoy our summer topics and I invite you to reach out to me at any time with topic ideas or destinations, attractions, or even people that you think I should know about. You can click through the show notes and leave a comment or connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Jody Halstead. Hey everyone, we are wrapping up state fair season with the final state fair that takes place in the Midwest. Now, the Kansas State Fair always begins after Labor Day. This year it begins on September 10th and it runs for 10 days. My guest is Ed Berger, who is the interim general manager of the Kansas State Fair. And we're gonna talk about the history and the highlights of the fair and hopefully we'll get a few insider tips to help you make the most of your visit. Ed, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. It's always great to talk about the Kansas State Fair. So can you give me a little bit of a history of the State Fair? Um, when did it begin and what, what did it entail? What kind of brought people in the state together for this? Well, you know, there, there have always been agricultural fairs celebrating harvest and celebrating agriculture in general. And in Kansas, uh, there were really two or three locations that were vying for the state fair. And it really came down to Topeka in the northeastern part of the state and Hutchinson. We had some uh, strong legislators in Hutchinson who were able to uh, get the state fair designated to be in Hutchinson. And that happened in 1913. But again, it was uh, really a a political battle to make that happen. It did happen, and uh, we've been going strong since 1913. It's a great state fair, uh, and we've had, it's really interesting, we've never missed having a state fair uh, since 1913, except for last year. We went through the Great Depression, went through World War I, World War II, uh, the polio pandemic, and uh, 911, and we still had the state fair. Anyway, typically, uh, you know, it is begins uh, the Saturday, the Friday after Labor Day and lasts for 10 days. Now, earlier in the 50s and probably, probably the 50s, it started about a week later and then it was moved up uh, uh, to be right after Labor Day. So it's kind of signifies with Labor, Labor Day, I always think that signifies the end of summer. And uh, after you have the end of summer, you have a great celebration of harvest with the Kansas State Fair. Oh, that's so fun. Now, for people who don't know the layout of the state of Kansas, where would you find Hutchinson? Because I know that that's not, a, that's not a city that's going to pop to the top of the mind when people think about Kansas. Well, it's, it's really pretty close to the center of the state. Uh, and it, I guess a better gauge, it's about 50 miles northwest of Wichita. So that will give you a better sense as to where it is in Kansas. And again, it's uh, heavily an agricultural community, and the fair, of course, had its roots in agriculture. Terrific. Now, when we think about Midwest state fairs, obviously, we are thinking about agriculture. Uh, we're thinking about crops and history and animals and things like that. What would you say are the famous features of the state fair? Maybe things that people come back year after year to experience or 
you know, to, to really just take part in. Well, everybody has their own favorite. You know, some people, uh, it, it's really interesting. Whatever, you're, whatever you like, you tend to take in at the state fair. And if you're involved and want to see a lot about uh, uh, farm animals, why we have the north, north or southwestern corner of the, of the fair is really where we have our livestock, our horses, our cattle, and all of those kinds of things, the Grand Drive. Uh, some people just really don't get out of that area because that's all they want. And then you've got uh, those, uh, those areas that have the static displays, everything from cooking to quilts, and that's on the north side of the state fair. Some people just zero in right on that. And then you have commercial displays all over the fairgrounds, and that, of course, is always a great attraction for the fairgoer and certainly for the vendors as well. And then if you have fair food, you always have that, that, uh, that you could have food fried virtually anyway. And I'm really interested to see what kind of new fried foods we'll have at the fair this year. In, in Kansas, the Kansas State Fair, a uh, popular uh, meal has always been the, the Prano Pup, and that's a hot dog dipped in corn and, and fried, and that's really been, been very successful. But again, you can get virtually any kind of food you want across the Kansas State Fair. Uh, it's a good, great celebration. And some people just come for the food. Well, you know, state, state fair food, I think, is one of those great attractions. And I don't know about in your state, but a lot of state fairs will, it's almost an anticipated release when they, when they tell you what new fair foods are going to be at the fair um, this coming year. Does Kansas do that as well? Kind of a big, you know, these are new fair foods coming out and here's where to and, find You know, them. we don't really do much of that. We allow the, the vendors to get the word out about their fair food. And uh, we certainly don't want to provide favoritism of one over the <laughs> other. They, we just encourage everybody to go to vendor to vendor to see what's new and, and all. And, it, you know, several organizations have had booths in the Kansas State Fair forever. Uh, we've had a, a church groups that have, had traditional chicken noodles, uh, uh, church groups that had have Mexican food. We've had uh, service clubs that have ice cream. Have the dairy bar within the the, the grandstand uh, provided by the Kansas Dairy Association, and that has been a mainstay in the grandstand, uh, really, as long as I can remember. But it's you ice cream. You've got uh, fried foods, whatever you want. It's all here at the Kansas State Fair, and plenty of you don't want to come in with. You don't want to come up with a diet in your mind, you know. You're going to, okay, I'm taking ten days off. Ten days off, and and you know it would probably be almost impossible to taste everything at the fair, even in those ten days. Would you say it would be? Yeah, you know, I, I was visiting with someone this morning, and that's what he said. He said, said, "I just check off the diet this these ten days, and we go out and we we experiment, find out what's new, what's different, what's fun." And uh, I'm sure it was loaded with cholesterol, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, there is a lot to do at the Kansas State Fair. And, you know, beyond the, the food and the animals, I'm sure that the State Fair brings in a lot of entertainment and attractions as well. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the types of, of entertainments around the State Fair? Well, this year is, is going to be a little unique. We're going to start the fair out with dirt events, and uh, dirt events, the first one on the first Friday is going to be the next-gen bull riding uh, event, 
And that's something we're very excited about, bringing in about 40 bulls and about 30, 30 cowboys. And we think it's going to be a great attraction. It's Friday night, and that, we think that's a great family event. We look for a lot of people turning out for that. Then as part of that, we, the next night we'll have motocross, uh, the motocross thrill show. And then following that, we have monster trucks and following that, the demo derby. So those four nights, those first four nights, will all be the dirt events. And uh, again, it's, it's going to be something for everybody. And then we have, have entertainers. We'll, we'll have Tracy Lawrence and Logan Mize uh, opening up the, the grandstand entertainment. That was on Tuesday. And then we'll have the Newsboys on Wednesday. It's going to be more of a Christian concert with Adam Agee. And then we have, have 38 special on uh, Thursday, Chris Jansen on Friday. Then kind of our, one of our headliners is going to be Nelly uh, with Willie Jones. Uh, Nelly, the Nelly concert is going to be kind of interesting. It's going to be at two o'clock. Instead of in the evening, it's going to be at two o'clock. Then Willie Jones will follow with a full concert after that. And then we hope those people who come for the Nelly concert will stay on the fairgrounds because uh, we have on our free stage, uh, we have a Chase Beckham. And so we're, we're really excited about the lineup. We think that Saturday is going to be one of the biggest Saturdays we've ever had because you start with entertainment at two o'clock and you don't finish up until 730 at the free stage with Chase Beckham. So it's really exciting. And then on Sunday, I don't want to send so short, but on Sunday, we have uh, Darcy Lynn Farmer, the ventriloquist, will be, uh, be here Sunday. And that's going to be an afternoon show, kind of a family show at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So really good interest in that, too. Great interest in all the tickets. We, we, just, we were able to take the acts that we had booked for 2020 and roll them all over. So we were able to, you know, some people wanted their, their money back. Some people wanted to keep their tickets. So we really had a jump start on selling tickets because some people just said, I want those tickets, I want to keep them. And it really rolled forward nicely. So, so we're very excited about the entertainment, all the things. We have a lot of things happening on our free, free stage too. We have uh, a hypnotist, Ron Diamond, and again, all sorts of other free events on our free stage, the People's Bank and Trust free stage. That's fun. I, I like that there's a mix of, of the, the paid, you know, kind of marquee events, but then you have the entertainment around the fairgrounds as well. Now, when you're thinking about things to do at the fair, obviously that comes a lot of walking, um, a lot of eating. What other, um, what other things are people going to find within the state fair? Obviously, a lot of commerce. Uh, maybe lots of, of things to learn about, uh, things for oh, there, sale and stuff like that. We, we call it, and, and it's a huge event for, for the state of Kansas, uh, we call it Kansas' largest classroom. Uh, we end up having, uh, I suppose, 20, about 14,000 students on the, on the fairgrounds, and they can learn from everything about, uh, they can go to the birthing center that we have, uh, they can go to the dairy parlor, they can... Uh, look at our pollinator gardens, all sorts of things. It's a great learning setting and environment. And we have now a designated building for our education center. And uh, we think there's just going to be all sorts of exciting things happening there. Uh, we always have new competitions. In 2019, we had a butter sculpting contest. And that proved to be very important. I guess people get a pound of butter and sculpt whatever they want to. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how that works. And we also have a beer brewing contest as well, which we haven't uh, 
haven't had in the past. So those are, are things that, uh, again, we had in 2019. Uh, you know, people are always fascinated with, with the large draft horses. And we'll have a draft horse parade. And we'll also have uh, some activities involving the draft horses, uh, barrel racing and that kind of thing. So that's going to be really unique. And I think that's going to have appeal to, to a certain part of our audience. And then, of course, uh, uh, we have Tuesday and Thursday, kind of our light days. And so what we've done is it's $4 after 4 on Tuesday and Thursday. So if you want to come out after school or bring your family out after school, it's 4 bucks admission, and we think that's going to be very important. We're also going to do a, something we've not, have, not done before is a pub crawl. I think it's on Thursday evening. And they'll get a band, and they'll be able to hit the various uh, beer vendors. Uh, and try some of the craft brews that are out there. So it's, again, a fun thing. And, of course, every event like that needs a mascot. And we've got Ike the Bison, our new mascot for the Kansas State Fair. And he's been traveling around the state trying to encourage people to come to the state fair. But Ike the Bison is going to be new, and he'll be all, all over the, uh, uh, the fair. So, uh, really excited about that as well. So, again, there's countless things to do at the Kansas State Fair. Well, and I think um, just listening to you talk, one of the things that has really struck me is that Kansas has more, I, I want to say almost Western culture to the State Fair than you find in fairs that are further to the East. You, you mentioned, um, you know, bulls and bull riding, um, you know, your bison and um, a few other things that just really, really struck me as having kind of that wild west feel to it. And I think that that probably makes the Kansas State Fair quite unique for the Midwest as well. Well, I, I, I certainly our, our roots are agricultural. And, you know, we, have, we draw very heavily from uh, the western two-thirds of the state to the state fair. So there's a lot of agricultural interest there. So, you, you, again, you, all sorts of things. You, you have the governor's cookie jar. Somebody makes a uh, cookies and judge being the best and we give that to the governor and and then the largest watermelon the largest pumpkin all those kinds of things that really celebrate celebrate Kansas agriculture you know it's it, things have changed a bit in in Kansas I'm sure they have every place now at one time you saw the state fair uh, really signifying the the end of the the fall harvest but now our fall harvest continues through October and the, you have wheat planting that uh, begins in October. So it's kind of a pause maybe between uh, the fall harvest and, and planting of wheat. So it's, it's really something that uh, uh, is a good fit for Kansas. Fun. Now, you, you gave us already a couple of really great insider tips, uh, especially the uh, $4 after four and um, – and a couple of things like that. Are there any other insider tips you might be able to share for people who are wanting uh, to visit? On Wednesday, we're going to have a shop to your drop Wednesday. And our vendors that sell products are going to be providing specials for individuals. So they can go across the, the fairgrounds and you can buy that great t-shirt or, or hat or whatever you want to buy and have a, have a, get a great deal on it. Uh, then there's going to be a tasting Tuesday and the, the tasting Tuesday will be, involve a lot of our food vendors and they'll have something special and you'll buy a ticket and you'll be able to go to those various vendors and sample their unique cuisine. So again, there's lots of things that, that you, there's, there's no way that you can't say there's not something for you at the state fair. 
is, no matter what it is. And as to parking and arriving at the state fair, any advice for people coming in that may not be familiar we, with the area? Yeah, we do have, we have ample free parking uh, east of the fairgrounds and also north of the fairgrounds. And that free parking, uh, uh, we have shuttles that can bring people onto the fairgrounds so they don't have to worry about walking a half mile just to get to the fairgrounds. So we have shuttles that bring them onto the fairgrounds and, and take them around the fairgrounds if they'd so like. So there, there are ways that one can, again, see the fair and not wear out a pair of shoes. <laughs> That's terrific. Ed, thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Now, for more information as well as deals and discounts, people can obviously visit the website kansasstatefair.com. Are there any other places online, maybe social accounts that people can keep an eye on as they anticipate the State Fair? Probably the best thing is to, to, to go to our website and you can navigate through that and find all the events and find out uh, what's happening at the Kansas State Fair. Terrific. Well, thank you, Ed, so much for taking the time to talk with me today and telling us thank all you, about Jody. the Kansas State Fair. It's a wonderful event. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and thank you so much for listening. If you would like more Midwest inspiration, please join me in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. And don't forget to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app or take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories at Jody Halstead.